Hello, welcome into my brain once more. Um, first off, I want to apologise. I know no one cares, but it will make me feel better that the podcast isn't really on a schedule. I was going to try and do every Friday, but I've been missing a couple. Um, just because I'm, well, number one, lazy, but number two, I'm afraid to impose any kind of unnecessary deadlines not even routine just kind of things looming over my head um because they tend to not serve me I don't know (laughs) um I just don't want to you know wake up one day and if I don't feel like doing it like I yeah I don't want it to become a chore um but At the same time, I would like to get to a point where I can have a regular, regular, regularly scheduled programming, whatever that is. Um, Okay, so it's Monday. I'm very tired. I haven't been home for the last week um, because I went to Dublin for the first half of the week, maybe five days, and then... As soon as I got home, Mum was going to Claire, so she just said, do I want to come? So I went down to a little cottage, really cute. It was actually, if anyone knows Father Ted, Father Larry Duff, was his cousin that owned it. So, yeah, exciting stuff all around. Um, And, yeah, the Claire thing wasn't planned, but for Dublin, I just went up because there were people I wanted to see, and also... I just needed to get out of the house. I just, I've been living here since like February now. Um, It's just really hard sometimes. I'm sure everyone can sympathize with that if you're living at home or if you were living in student accommodation and you've just come home. The transition is so insane. Um, And I mean, you know, on and off. For the last two years I was living away from home, so I feel like I have a pretty good grasp of how I am living on my own. Um, And it's, yeah, it's, it's sort of hard to, I feel like it's not talked about a lot. It's probably like childbirth where people forget how hard it is once they've passed through it, but know I never really heard adults talking about how hard it is to leave home and then to come back um and you know it's not just like you do it once and it's over it's a constant you know leaving coming back leaving coming back um as you're growing more independent from your parents and obviously that makes your relationship with them change um it's really hard to deal with sometimes um, I know when I come home I just revert back to being really like childish and even more anxious, um, socially anxious, like, like if I was in Dublin, and again this is probably to do with the city versus the small town, but, um, you know, I'd feel much more confident in Dublin and I guess I have the anonymity of their... Um, but here I would just sort of rely on my parents, um, which isn't the best. And I think when you have a lot of adults living under one roof, it gets difficult, especially when they're different generations. Because, I mean, I'm 20 now and it's... It's odd because a part of me is like, I'm not going to learn anything else in my life. This is, I know everything. Um, And then a part of me knows, you know, I'm going to look back and be like, Jesus, you were stupid. Because that's what I do. I look back on me a few years ago and I'm like, girl, you did not see this coming. Like, the amount I've grown in the last couple of years, it's insane. So I just know that I'm going to keep doing that. Um, otherwise, life would be very boring, I think. But, yeah, it's, it's a lot.
it's kind of hard. And especially not to be talking about COVID because no one wants to talk about that. And I'm not going to have any new hot takes on the pandemic. But I don't know. I just sometimes you forget that we're in it and it you just forget that these are not normal circumstances. Um, and it's just hard to like make friends or like see friends just feel connected I guess especially if you're not really into the internet um it's not that I'm not into the internet like I like my social media and you know I think it's fun but I would just so much rather meet people in person um like I'll watch usually all I do on my phone is watch youtube or tiktok or something like watch people creators um Yeah, I I don't I don't understand how people make friends on the internet. Um and I don't know if I'd really want to. Oh, it's just yeah. And I am having a good I'm feeling fine, but it's just kind of hard to know what to do now that college is over. Um just a long stretch of summer with nothing really in it and I don't know it feels like I'm 14 on summer holidays actually I was having better better times when I was 14 I was going to the Gaeltacht like if I could do something like that this summer oh my god I'd love it I loved the Gaeltacht in German college and all that um yeah I guess we're also sort of competing with the expectations that we had for ourselves when we were younger um like by this time in our lives like I, I'd say when I was well yeah when I was 14 I was practicing f- American citizenship tests and <laughs> learning off the Pledge of Allegiance which I still know actually because I was convinced I knew my life path um you know I'd do my living search then move to New York, go to NYU, um, and I wanted to, I think at that time, I probably wanted to do criminology or something, maybe that was a little bit, when I was a bit younger, I really wanted to be part of the FBI, um, and I found out you can't if you're not an American, or born in America, um, I mean, now I would not touch the police force in any country because, ew. But, yeah, I really wanted to be a detective. That's what you get when your parents show you, like, shows like 24 and Fringe and you're six. They're good shows, though. Um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, so, and, you know, I thought that I'd do that when I was 18. I just start this new life um now I'm oh my god I'm nearly halfway to 21 20 and a half and it's really hard to feel like I've done anything substantial um and I mean then again do we need to do anything substantial in life it's very I don't know even how I'm feeling these days or because my thoughts are they have nothing to distract them they're like hey you need to sort your life out um I'm just not 100% sure that I believe that but it definitely feels like I do um I just I'm itching to do something that feels meaningful even if it isn't you know I don't know. But I did meet some nice old men in Dublin um, that were construction workers who didn't believe in COVID also. Um, and I just had to be like, hee hee hee, yeah. Yeah, no, you're you're totally right. Because I'm not getting stabbed. I'm not fighting a man about whether or not COVID, COVID was a 
Chinese conspiracy. Um, and one thing I will say about these COVID conspiracy theorists is they just don't have their facts straight. They don't even know what they think. Like, it's so funny talking to them. And I'm, you know, I would be partial to an old conspiracy theory. I would never, well, I would generally not discount them because, you know, propaganda and the authority of Big Brother and all that. But, um... Yeah, these dudes couldn't even... They didn't know what they were saying. They were like, yeah, no, it's made up. How how could a virus come from animals? It was made in a lab. It's also like, where do you think chemicals come from in labs? Like, everything obviously derives from the earth, so... I don't know. I, I'm not a scientist, evidently. I did do junior state science, though. Um, but... Yeah, so one minute they're saying that it has to be man-made and so that it's this, like, bio... What's it called? Not biohazard. Um, biological warfare. Um, and then the next minute they're like, you know, I'm not wearing a mask, I'm not getting vaccinated. And the mask is generally, they either don't think it would protect you but I mean just wear it anyway even if you I don't know but also they'll say oh it's just a aggravated cold or you've never heard of anyone that's had it have you or that has died um but if it's meant to be this big scary you know manufactured virus in a lab surely it'd be worse than they think and surely they'd want to be protecting themselves even more because it's constructed with malice and intent um and then also the vaccine they'll i don't understand do people think that it that the whole virus was a hoax just to get a wide like a widespread vaccine that people will take because they didn't need to destroy the economy for that. Like, there's a lot of vaccines we take anyway. And I don't know what half of them are for. Rubella? I don't believe that that's a thing. I've never heard of anyone that has rubella, but I mean, I'm not taking my chances. And then also, finally, the holes in the COVID conspiracy theory. And I will say that I haven't really looked into it. Because, I don't know, I'm not too bothered. But any time I do think about it, there's just so many plot holes. Um, but yeah, like, who who is behind it then? Do they think, do they believe in, like, the Illuminati or a great, like, government of world? Like, do they think it's the UN? I don't know. Or do they just think it's one country? Because if they think it's, like, China... Because it came from Wuhan. Um, would you not want to protect from that? Like, why would the Irish government... Why would you not believe the Irish government? Why would they be in cahoots? I just don't get it. Maybe maybe I'll get a guest. I'll just find a random person who doesn't believe in COVID and I'll interview them. Because it's actually quite fascinating. I like to break down... Hmm. I don't know. What if it comes out in a few years? It's like Watergate. It was actually... I don't even know, though. I feel like everyone has gotten the short end of the straw. Of the stick. The short end of the stick. Is that a... Oh my god, I don't know. Right, that's enough rambling. Um, Let's listen to Destroyer by the Kinks. Because... I mean, paranoia, you know. It doesn't really fit, but I'm sure that they're paranoid in their own ways, these conspiracy theorists. Aren't we all? Okay, enjoy. Trip, inside of me, they keep stopping me. 
the kinks um right let's get into it then uh i guess we're already into it but i've been thinking a lot about loneliness this week um yeah and it's not that i don't have people in my life because i do but i think it's a loneliness that i've always kind of felt um and it's hard to come to terms with, I guess, because, and I don't know where it stems from. Um, you know, maybe the idea that we have soulmates or twin flames or whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, the idea that we're kind of searching for someone our whole lives and that will nearly give us purpose meeting them and coming together with them. and. That sort of suggests that you're not whole in your own right. Um, and I know I've definitely felt like that in my life. Like, I've felt like I wasn't even a fraction of a person. I've just felt like nothing. Um, and it, you know, especially in those times, it definitely makes you feel better to be around people. But you have to be careful because that... You have to acknowledge that that's just you distracting yourself from yourself. Um, obviously, you don't want to be trapped with the person who hates you the most all the time. So, you know, you meet other people and talk and watch other people and listen to music from other people and read things that other people have written. Um... You know, you do everything to kind of connect to somebody other than yourself. But that is a distraction. Um, and it's never going to be a complete kind of... It's not going to substitute for liking yourself, you know, because you can't... I mean, it's, it's all these cliches, but, like, they're, they're said for a reason. Um, I'm starting to realise that they're actually true, you know... You can't love anyone else, really, until you love yourself. Because if you don't love yourself, you're just using them as a distraction. Um, and that sounds awful, but it's the reality. Like, if we all were completely happy with who we were and content with being alone, that'd be awful. No one would leave their rooms. We'd just live in pods. Um... Which could happen. I guess they could build robots to run the world and we are just their pets. A lot of people think that. Maybe a lot is an exaggeration there, but people definitely think that could happen. Um, but I don't know. For me, I just... I just like... Even when I'm feeling good... And it's it's... You can definitely notice it. Like, if you're not using human connection as a distraction it's much more beneficial to you and it's much kind of nicer 
I don't know, because you don't have this fear that whoever's with you would leave, which would devastate you, because, you know, sometimes they're the only thing stopping you from, like, <laughs> doing something, um, which you think you're going to do if you're alone, and then if they leave... That's the thing, it's not, <clears throat> and I think that's where a kind of fear of abandonment comes from, just not liking yourself, because if somebody leaves you and you're alone, it's not just them leaving, it's them leaving you with the person that hates you the most, um, which is a shitty thing to do, and usually people don't know that when they're leaving you, but... Um, it's true if you're feeling like that at the time. Um, but, you know, loneliness also stems from that distraction from other people because if you're just using people to distract you, you're not having a proper connection with them and they aren't going to... You're not going to actually grow and kind of be present and be a person and benefit from that relationship you're just going to be scared that they'll leave and I don't know been thinking about it because I've been feeling lonely um, I don't know and I've always had this thing I don't know where I heard this phrase but it's stuck with me my whole life this quote be so great they can't ignore you and I would be like seven and it was the only thing that would quell my anxiety because I'd have this anxiety that I don't know like when I was in a piano competition and I didn't win I was just like well just practice 24 7 just be better just be so good that you don't have to worry about not winning or and you know that if you don't win it's not because you're not good so I automatically that's the thing if I feel lonely my brain just goes okay we'll just become a better person you know just do it and then no one everyone will be obsessed with you and no one will leave you so that's that's not <laughs> correct that's insane Who's going to live their whole life changing for the future when you could get hit by a bus at any minute, you know? Well, not in Roscommon. Not likely in Roscommon. But, you know, um, you really just have to make the most of it. And it's so shit. Sometimes you're just like, this bitch is so ugly. I don't want to be her. But what's the alternative? There isn't really one. Um... So I think the only way to stop loneliness is, yeah, to be okay with being alone, which comes from being okay with yourself, which usually comes from sitting down and stopping running away from everything. Just sitting down with yourself and being like, hey, what are we doing here? We messed up a few times or like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know why I'm giving advice or trying to, um, it sounds like I'm depressed, I'm not, I'm just confused, just trying to navigate things without the distraction of college or the distraction of procrastination. Um, because I will say that if you're procrastinating something, you don't have any time to think about anything else because all you're thinking about is like, I need to enjoy this or like, I'm a piece of shit, I shouldn't do it. But it completely like blanks your brain from all the other things. Um, okay, well, what made me really think of this segment was I really had a Mitski moment when I was... I was just sitting on the balcony in the hostel on my own and I was just like 
My god, I'm so lonely. So, I'm going to play Nobody by Mitski. If I've played it before, I don't care. So, it's my podcast. Another thing that's been on my mind constantly, um, and I don't know if it's because I'm not on the pill, which I know represses kind of maternal instincts kick from kicking in, or I don't know, I don't know, but I've just been so enamoured with the idea of having kids recently. Um, and when I was a teenager, especially a younger teenager, I I don't think I ever really... I was like, oh, yeah, well, I'll probably have kids because it's, you know, I'll, pro- I'll probably get bored at some stage. Um, and it just seems like the done thing. And then I got a bit older and I was like, no, you know what? It is it's so cruel to bring anyone into the world without their consent like I don't know it's just kind of messed up it's insane if you think about it really that we just have no say in being born or who our parents are or the circumstances that we're born into um well my mom does she believe that um we would choose that before we're born in whatever realm our soul lives in and then kind of forget that um 
I don't know what I believe. I guess. But at the same time, you know, I learned very young that there's no point thinking too hard about what happens when you die or what happened before you were born because our little pea brains can't comprehend that. Mine can't anyway, and it will just end in a panic attack. So, I, yeah, I just choose not to ponder on it too hard. But, yes, contrary to my former beliefs, I now am obsessed with having kids. Um, and it is, I still am kind of like, oh... Are they going to be mad at me if they don't want to be born? But, you know, that doesn't seem a good enough reason to not have kids anymore. Because there are some really good times in life, you know? And whatever kind of beings or energy that we are as people as conscious sentient beings or whatever um you know there has to be a reason for it it's not just randomly a genetic mutation gave us consciousness or something you know and it's not i don't think it's morally incorrect to have kids anymore um it's not really for me to decide that. I'm not the king of the universe. Or queen. You know, I'm not going to be like, Thou shalt not have children because the world is bad. Because that's a pointless attitude, isn't it? Like, okay, have kids and just make the world less bad. You know? And I do think that that is one of the... Not meaning... Not the meaning of life... And I don't really get what people are looking for when they say the meaning of life. The point, I guess. But is there a... I don't know if there's a point. It's such... It's changing all the time. Everything changes. There is no stability. Nothing. Nothing is stable. Not even the present. So I don't know if there could be a point to that. But... Um, yeah... I, maybe not the point of it, but there is, I think it's something to be mindful of in life, that it's sort of everyone's job to make the world a little less shitty. At this point, anyway. And I'd say the majority of people don't, they claim, they claim unemployment. They do not take that job. They are not working at that. Like, people don't care about making the world less shitty. But, I don't know. I just think you kind of have to. Um, and if it's motivated by selfish... What's that word? Um, oh my god. What's that word? I think I meant ulterior motives kind of yeah selfish if it's yeah if it's kind of motivated by any gain you're going to get out of it like feeling like a good person or I don't know your kids or grandkids or ancestors in the future if they're gonna gain out of it if it's motivated by that so be it like who cares and if oh, I don't know just some people overanalyze like the motives behind things and you just have to appreciate good coming out of things um and i'm definitely guilty of that like i know that gandhi did a lot of good things well i know that he's said to have done a lot of good things um i don't really actually know what he did i know he has a good reputation and I want to respect that, but he is a freak. I hate him. We studied him in, in Leaving Cert History. He is so odd. And they don't actually teach you that in school. They teach you that he's a great, great leader. Or great pacifist or whatever. He is a weirdo. You should Google him if you didn't know that. Because 
just another sign of how you can't believe everything you're taught in school. Also, apparently Romans did not have vomitoriums. Were we all just taught that in first year history? I'm confused. Uh, okay, well now I'm straying from the point, but yeah. <laughs> I'm completely gone from the point. Basically what I'm trying to say is do as much good shit as you can and don't worry if don't worry about why you're doing it because chances are if there is a part of you that's worrying why you're doing it you're a good you're a pretty good egg because you care you don't want to be I don't know this this is not I don't know if anyone will be listening to this I definitely wouldn't but you know whatever um and that is another thing I've been thinking about in terms of kids. You know, the thought of having kids is just, at the moment anyway, so insane to me. Like, these complex things. Like, and I think about this in terms of a lot of different aspects of life, but, you know, when you understand where we came from as a species in evolution it's insane like we didn't have we didn't know what fire was and now you can buy it like in this little flicky canister four for a euro in tesco and light up like a crack pipe or a cigarette what that's insane or these cars like these little metal things that move really fast that bring us to work or like other places oh it's just insane I know I sound like I'm tripped out but I'm I just I think this all the time especially when I'm in big cities I'm like how was this a forest or something um it's just very it's good to think about well, it feels good to think about. I don't know if it actually is. Maybe maybe next week I'll have full-blown psychosis, but, you know, life's a journey. Um, and it really is. And I'm coming to terms with that as well. There is no happy ever after. I don't know why they teach you that in fairy tales. I guess because it's... I don't know. Easier. Um, but even in movies that we watch now, and obviously it can't... A movie can't span an entire lifetime because then you'd just be watching a movie your whole life and you wouldn't be living your own. Um, but it does bother me the way that movies are made and how they end with either a happy ending or a sad ending. Um... Because I don't know if there is any real endings apart from death in life. And I mean, is that even an ending? We don't know. But, you know, even if, say you have a breakup with someone, you could still think about them for like seven years later. Or they could just pop into your head. Um, or you could see a picture of them and or something that reminds you. So that relationship isn't really over. Or if you marry someone or kind of whatever devote yourself to them or promise to stay with them that's not just happily ever after you have to actually you know go to work maybe have a shitty day come home fight about who's cooking or what you're going to eat and then maybe they'd watch something on tv and you don't really want to watch it but you've already fought enough and you just you don't you you'll compromise you don't want to tell them to change the channel and then you have to share your bed with them and maybe it's too hot but you know they don't want the window open or it's too cold but they have most of the duvet and oh that just sounds insane to me it's very hard to come to terms with that kind of life or the idea of it um I guess the only way you can is finding someone that you actually really like and just connect with because it makes 
all of those awful things bearable um I still don't think I'll I'll share a, a room with my husband or long-term boyfriend whatever oh I hate the word partner I'm not gonna say it um but you know what I mean I just I just don't see any relationship working out if I have to if I have to sleep in the same room with them I just need my own space um I don't know <laughs> me talking as if anyone's ever gonna love me Ooh, I know I'm only 20 but oh it's not looking good no it's fine Um, you know what that's actually another thing I'm I'm probably gonna look into like fertility testing just because at the moment like my favorite thing to do is ask my parents like oh what do you want my kids to call you or like what are you gonna buy my kids for their third birthday and all this um so and I guess it's another way of it's an escapism thing because, you know, I'm thinking into the future, into hypotheticals. But, yeah, if if I'm thinking that that's going to be my life, I, if I'm not able to have kids, I would want to know now so I can come to terms with it. And I don't even know if that's possible. Can you get fertility tests? I don't know. Because I just... I would hate to turn around at 35 or whatever and find out I can't have kids and spent the last 15 years psyching myself up. Um, I don't know. Can you tell I'm getting bored and just have been left with my own thoughts for too long? Um, Yeah. Right. We'll listen to a song. We'll listen to... How about Call Me by Blondie? I feel like I've played all of these songs before, but I don't know, maybe I should make a playlist to keep track. But yeah, this is, this goes out to any eligible bachelors. This is your subliminal message to Call Me. It's not very subliminal now, is it? But okay, enjoy.
finish this off? Because I, I really don't want it to come across. I know I probably sound insane. Or, you know, people are like, oh, nurse, she's off her meds. I'm not. <laughs> um, it's just life, you know. Sometimes you feel like this. Sometimes I feel like this anyway. I've come, I've become much better at dealing with it which is amazing um, and I can see now it's just kind of yeah it is just part of my life um, and one thing that I will say when I'm in this kind of questioning uncertain lonely kind of lost mood is that it is it's amazing it's like a petri dish for creativity um, just grows exponentially all these ideas because when your brain is like won't shut up it's it's like that I don't know if this was real or just like an urban myth but you know that experiment with the, all the monkeys and the typewriters I think if you put a thousand monkeys on typewriters for long enough they'll write a work of Shakespeare or something I I don't remember but yeah something has to come of it but it won't if I don't channel this creativity, um, which I haven't been doing. Because it's hard, it's hard to sit down and write something even when you know that your brain could. Because it's easier to be like, well, I could do that, but what if I fail? No, I won't do it. Um, yeah, you might fail, it might be shit, but better to get things out because you never know it could be good and even if it's not you're expressing yourself and you're working through things and especially when you, when you put a lot of thought into it because it's it's literally getting those thoughts out of your brain and onto paper or canvas or whatever um it doesn't have to be good just anything creative. Just do lots of little doodles, lots of little paintings. You don't have to show anyone. You don't even have to like them. You can burn them if you want, but I would recommend not. Um, but it's just about the art of creation. It's like a mandala. Does anyone know that reference from Orange is the New Black? It's when Yoga Jones is talking about how monks make mandalas um, in sand, then it washes away. That's kind of what life is, really. You know, you just keep building up these relationships and keep building up these this version of yourself, really. And then it gets washed away and you start again. But what do you have at the end of it? shit ton of stories if you're doing it right that's what I think I'm excited for I don't know what but I'm in an excited mood I need to clean my room because it's turning into a depression den even though I'm not depressed um, so I'll clean that and maybe try and write something I don't know do you know one thing I really do regret though and if if you're listening to this and have any hobbies that you're thinking of giving up just think hard about it because I did piano for four years I want to say from when I was 10 to 10, 11, 12 13 probably Um. yeah and I gave it up and I wish I didn't because I had a great knowledge of music and I was pretty good like for that age and I think I would probably be quite good now if I hadn't given it up like I still can read music and can still play it if I try but I don't know and I know I could go back to it but something about me just does not want to be an adult going to piano lessons just seems sinister the whole thing <laughs> Like, ooh, no hate. You smoke pot, no hate. But 
maybe it's getting to your brain. Um, no, no hate if you're an adult that goes to piano lessons. I don't know. But Joan Jett did go, I mean, Kristen Stewart playing Joan Jett did go to guitar lessons when she was, before she was in The Runaways, in the movie The Runaways, so perhaps. I want to learn guitar as well. But yeah, I where that was going was, I just feel like songwriting is insane. So amazing. If you do it right and you're not just commercialising yourself. It, oh my god, I think it's the most beautiful art form. I love it. But I just can't do it because, I don't know, I'm just not wired that way. I'm sure I could, but, you know, it probably wouldn't be good. Um, I don't know, I'll see. Maybe I'll come out with an album. <laughs> Maybe not. Um, yeah. What else? Um, I guess if I want to set a little assignment, and you don't have to do this, and I presume that most people won't, but if you're feeling bored or you're feeling like any of this talk of nonsensical creation resonates with you, just go around your house. I mean, maybe you have art supplies and then work away. You're done. But if you don't, if you, you know, try and collect. Maybe you have highlighters around the place or pens or a pencil. Um, anything. Anything. Lots of different things to do art with. Pretend you're a child, okay? Pretend you're five and you have a big important project due for homework for junior infants. It's gonna be huge. Um, so collect your arsenal of weapons. Um, if you have to use makeup, use makeup. No judgment if you don't have art supplies. Um, so whatever you're using, sit down. If you want, make a really good playlist. So just listen to it. Do it in silence if you're all right with the sound of your own brain. Good for you. And sit down, sit down with the mirror if you want, or not, and do a self-portrait. And it doesn't have to look like how you see yourself or how other people see your, see you, but it just make it look like you. Like, is this, does that make sense? It doesn't have to look like you, look like you do in the mirror, but it just has to be you. It can have 15 heads if you want, if that's how you feel. Just make it kind of authentic, something that you relate to, um, something that looks nice so you don't feel alone, because that's a little part of you. Um, that you can look at or you can rip up you can cry on or you can talk to you can do whatever you want um yeah that's the kind of creativity you need to be doing and it, you might feel stupid but it's if you think about these kind of things there's nothing stopping you doing them apart from yourself really there really isn't any anything stopping you um yourself and your understanding of societal norms i guess just fuck it just be a child okay just do it just be nice to yourself and if you don't want to do that it's fair enough well i think that's it i'm gonna throw it back to first lockdown um, this is like the one TikTok dance that I actually liked. I just like this song. I, I don't know. And yeah, it's like 14 year old girl energy, but there is, despite what old men will tell you, there is nothing wrong with 14 year old girl energy. So peace out. I'll see you or rather you will hear me at some point in the near future. If 
you choose to do so. Okay, bye. Love you. I've been lonely, mm, ah, yeah.